Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 41. In this episode, we're going to talk about big happenings at Valve, Epic, and Riot, rumors about Ghost Recon announcement this week, and, well, the reality is we're just going to rant about Game of Thrones for an hour <laughs> at the end of the episode. God Mode Unlocked episode 41 is here. Episode 41, where the breaking news is Kansas is playing at the Speedy Fest. <laughs> um, so let's let's start in the, the big news, and let, let's go out of order here, because let's talk about what we all know we want to talk about, and everybody wants to hear about, which is the nightmare that is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... Boy, Sega really pulled a Sega That's this so time. Sega this, for this real. Is, this is the Ooh. pinnacle of Sega. <laughs> it looks like a... You can't get much more Sega It looks like a kid in a pajama. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like somebody bought the suit at Target for Halloween. Do you think... And, do you think it's possible... I'm, I'm putting the Q-cap on. Do you think it's possible they did this on purpose? To get attention? Yes. Like, they made it as... Did anybody as, really care about the Sonic movie until this? True. Exactly. Uh, right. Well, yeah. That's what I so mean. maybe, like, maybe uh, proving your point. Maybe, if, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, if so- if they just had like a normal looking Sonic, would anybody care about this movie? It'd be like the new Garfield. What no, I think Garfield actually did good. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, I mean, what kid cares about Garfield? I think people <laughs> our age don't care. Definitely, like. Sonic, the games were always good. Yeah. But he wasn't really a character that you felt were the games, attachment Were to. the games always good, though? Well, for their time, kind at least. I, you know, I always thought they were overrated. Oh, looking back, I totally agree. But there wasn't anything else like it at the time. They, they really should have just been boss battle rushes. <laughs> like, uh, you know. There was no other game that really had that sense of speed and yeah, that's true. momentum. That's and, true. Um, but... It's not a character you feel an emotional attachment to at all. No. Like, no, no. Well, I mean, the one cartoon. You know, there was like two or three cartoons. I always thought Knuckles was way cooler. Yeah, than Sonic, me too. First of all. Me too. When, when Sonic and Knuckles came out, I was always playing as Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, there was two or three cartoons. And there's the comic book, which has always been surprisingly strong selling, I guess. Um so, you know, there there is a little bit of a following, but I think you're right. Like, as far as a movie goes, is there an audience that's like... Oh, maybe now know. there is, like you're saying. Like, maybe they did this just to well, get people Yeah, talking. I feel like maybe just to get attention. Now, the question is, is what, do you think they'll go with, like, a traditional Sonic Well, that's now, the or? thing the director says. They're redesigning Sonic. So, like, I wonder how much of that they can do I feel like, post-production. I, yeah, I feel like this is unprecedented. Yeah, like, how many times... I mean... They, we talk about movie reshoots and stuff. Yeah, but, but to redo the main totally character? redesign, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, after you've revealed your trailer, yeah. it just never happens. So let's flip gears here. Uh, the Detective Pikachu first reactions and reviews came out. At first, the first reactions, everybody was saying that this movie's great. And, uh, you know, this is the breaking the video game curse. And then all the full reviews came out. And everybody says, no, it's a mess. It's a complete Aww. mess. So the, 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 like, from scene to scene. Like, apparently the scenes of the movie 
Yeah. Like, don't even, like, really relate to each other. Like, really? there's barely a story that you can even follow. No, see, that's unfortunate. Because, I mean, I Which guess... it's funny, because it's Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And, Maybe they named it that because they realized their plot was so convoluted that the real detective work would be trying to figure out what the hell the movie's about. I mean, the trailers look so good. There's a trailer for it before... Um, I heard the visual Endgame. effects are astounding. Like they say, like for real, it should receive like award nominations for like its animation. Yeah, I wasn't really impressed with that in the trailers, but you know, the um, it looked funny. I mean, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, the other Ryan Reynolds, the imposter. Yeah, I mean, he, he he looks like he did a, a good job. Well, that's the thing. He might have done a good job, but if the plot's just bunk, then it doesn't matter how good of a job you know, main character does. I mean, yeah. like I was telling you earlier, Amelia Clark had her best acting in the entire series last episode, in my opinion. She had her best acting and in that interview. The whole thing was an abomination. She, she had her best acting in that well, interview. that wasn't acting. Where they That's... asked her about the ending. <laughs> that wasn't acting. All right, so we'll move on from the Sonic and Pikachu movie stuff. But this is going to be interesting. I, we got to... The re-reveal of Sonic is going to be epic. Like, to see what they do... Well, yeah. I and mean, everybody, everybody's going to be like, okay, well, I got to I gotta right. see They're what they do. It. Yeah. I mean, it is a pretty good hook. And, you know, you can't tell me that somebody at that studio, somebody, yeah, didn't look at that along the way and, and say, just, guys, and just protest. This is garbage, like, right? Like, like, we got to fix Like, chain it. themselves to the exit yeah. door and say, yeah. I'm not leaving until you change this because yeah. this is the worst yeah. damn thing I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Let alone the fact that they're making a Sonic movie at all. At all, yeah. Alright, so let's flip gears. Uh, we've been talking about Valve's VR headset for a little while. You know, companies keep doing this, like, dribble of information when they reveal things. I really don't like it. Like, I, I wish that companies, when they announce something, announce it comprehensively. Tell me what it is, how much it costs, when it's coming out, and what games are on it. You know, I hate this. Over the next six months, we're going to week by week, and, and there's probably no marketing to support it, to say, like, this is effective, it keeps people paying attention, but yeah. maybe it's just because I'm getting sick of having to discuss the same things bit by bit, week after week on the podcast. Yeah, but, that's probably it. So Valve, dripping it in there. Valve made all of their hardware side of their headset. It's called the Valve Index. It's $750 for the headset and one controller. It's out in June. Um, the people who've played it say it's actually a game changer. They say that, like, this is the headset you've been waiting for. Yeah. And Valve has confirmed that they will launch a flagship title for it later this year. So it's Valve's first party title for the Index. What, what do you think it's going to be? Oh, Call it's got to be Half-Life, You right? really think so? Half-Life VR, I don't think they'll go with they the full three. three. Though, no. no, they won't drop a three on it. Oh, maybe. Like Portal would be sim- pretty simple, I would think. Yeah, Portal. Portal. VR. And yeah, that, that seems por- like a game. A new Portal game. That really seems like a game that would work yeah. for, um, for VR. But, you know, this is, um, you know, you look at that price tag, some 50 Yeah, that's what a do lot. You, what do you think of that? I mean, it's a lot. And that, that's the one that comes with everything. So you get the headset, you get the controller, you get something else too, like a dock or something. Yeah. That, there's like a smaller, there's a slightly cheaper version. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say I this. wouldn't pay $750 for a VR unit. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know if I would. Maybe I would. It depends. It depends on how much of a 
actual game you can changer get a is. decent not high end but a decent gaming pc an xbox or a ps4 for less than that yeah now does this need to be hooked up to a pc to work or is it self-sustaining uh, that i don't know i feel like the new the new self-sustaining is like yeah yeah like it just does it on its own i, I want like that of, oculus quest does it right yeah, yeah, you don't need like i think so well yeah because I, it's completely I've wireless heard, so. i've heard that the reviews are starting to come out of that and people say that that they're saying what you're saying that this is the true like vr Next, path yeah yeah, yeah. as long as you have to hook up something else way forward. Eh, yeah. it's too not cost effective i still think that you know having having the mixed reality you know like being able to see yeah yeah like your environment that yeah. to me will always be the the final frontier well let's let's jump ahead just but a wait, tiny bit before we do jump ahead i just well, want to say we can continue this conversation i just want to say real quick that I have a thousand dollar phone. I love the birds, and I love my thousand dollar phone. Yeah, good point. Phones are thousand. Um, yeah, and so the, the point I'm making though is that I am now in the mentality that I am okay with paying a huge sum, premium price, as long as the experience I'm getting yeah. is a premium experience. Right. Um, so, I mean, you just mentioned AR, so I just want to mention this now. Microsoft is pretty much it's. Not confirmed, but it's highly speculated. Just because you mentioned AR, I just gotta yeah. say this: that they're uh, they're launching a Pokemon Go inspired Minecraft AR game for mobile. They're gonna announce it later this month. So when you say AR being the next frontier, I've always personally like I thought I think it's more interesting too. I just yeah. do. Man. Well, you know, I always look to my niece and nephew yeah. who are eight and six. Yeah, and like I, I just. I like to hand stuff and see what they do. Yeah. Because I feel like when you give it when you give it to a kid, a kid will just do what comes natural. It's intuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the most basic human element. And you know, I think if you really want to know what people want, yeah. hand it to a kid. Right. Because they're if, just they, gonna they like th- it? Yeah, like just see what they do. Because yeah. they are gonna give you the most honest, basic yeah. human instincts. Yeah. Period. And um, you know, we had these cheap like you know put your phone in vr headsets and the first thing they wanted to do was 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 to walk around while using it now you know like the game had nothing to do with like moving yeah yeah in that manner but they would still move and like pretend you know so i just me that just proves that what people really want is the accessibility of it too i mean you can do an ar game for free for your cell phone right now yeah um you can get it in people's hands with no barrier to entry. Yeah. You can't do that with VR. I still You're think... You're asking them to, to buy a $500 device. Yeah. I still think the day that they release a, a, like a VR headset Pokemon game where you can just walk around and yeah. play Pokemon like in real life. Can you walk around? There's going to be people hit by every car in the world. Well, why? Because you'd be able to see your actual environment. Well, is that VR? It'd be mixed reality. Okay, I thought you said VR. Well, so, uh, I'm at. I'm sorry, I'm at mixed reality. Oh my god! Where, I, I where you can see people actually, walking down Main Street with their headset right now. Where you can actually oh, look in the middle of the yeah, road. Um, you know, I, I I think that will be like the biggest game there's ever been. You know, you see a you see a Charizard over there, and you know it's only there for one person. Ten people go sprinting for it. Yeah. Five of them get hit by cars. I mean, look how look how big Pokemon Go was, and Huge. that was that was like. 
looking through the keyhole of the actual you know, dream, you know? And I, so. They had to have thought about this, because I knew, I think Pokemon Go came out in the summer. Yeah. And, it, like, I don't know, I've been playing it for a few weeks, and I got thinking, well, what the hell are people going to do in the winter? Nobody's going to be walking around playing this. <laughs> it's negative 10 out in New York. The, you knew but, that was a, that was a well, big uh, that problem issue, too. right? Yeah, yeah. People would drive and then but, play it while But I knew that the player base, as soon as winter came around, would, would drop. Fall off, because yeah. I'm not going out there to do that. Exactly. I mean, I love the game, but... Maybe in California. Right, right. Places like that, sure. But Tahiti. All right. So, I mean, I think this... Uh, what Valve launches for their index will be a big deal. I, I think... Is that what's called? Index? Yeah. If they do... if they, I think if they brand it Half-Life 3, they're in big trouble. If it's a VR exclusive game, people are going to rage... We've know. waited for how I guess, long? I guess and now I can only play it if I buy your seven hundred and fifty dollar. I guess it, it would depend on the experience. If 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 it really did present some sort of like new experience, I would not pay seven. And the game was actually would not worth it. Would not. I mean, then I could see people being like, oh, you know, like it would be like Halo times ten because would not. you know it. Just what could be. it possibly be that would make more a $750 purchase? A VR game where you could actually effectively walk. <laughs> Do something. I mean, seriously, that is the biggest the, the biggest turnoff to me, for me, in VR games, is that so 99% limited. of the games, you can't even walk. You're so limited, yeah. And that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you don't have a working product if I can't yeah. move my character. Well, you got to have the controller, and then yeah. you can. Well, yeah, but even in, even with the controllers, tons of games that you can't you can't move. Like you remember those games we were playing? Out, yeah. We were porting. Super simple, yeah. Like it was, yeah. That's just broken to me. Yeah. So let's talk about Valve's biggest competitor now. Uh, you know, of course, Epic. So Epic bought Psionics this week, who's the developer of Rocket League, which has developed a really big community. Uh, there's an esports scene for it. Professional gamers that play Rocket League. And, of course, the first questions were, well, what happens to Rocket League? What does this mean for, for Rocket League? Because Epic Store exclusive. Well, an article came out that said that, and then Psyonix denied it and said that I they... I feel like the boat's really shipped hadn't made, sailed on that Hadn't one. made that decision yet. How popular is it? Is Rocket it still, League? Yeah. It's more popular than ever. Really? It's is huge. It, is it selling? It's huge. It's still selling like crazy? I'm amazed. But, well, the thing is... is the games like that, you don't have to sell the game anymore. You have to keep selling microtransactions yeah, yeah. to people. Well, see, that's what I was wondering. Is it the microtransactions or is it the... Both, probably. I mean, for a game that cheap, but both. I mean, it is it is soccer with cars. Yeah. Which are like two of the most popular things on planet. So I think what I immediately thought of when I heard this is that basically they want more infrastructure to develop Rocket League's esports scene essentially they want to take Rocket League and blow it up like Fortnite has blown up essentially and being part of Epic gives them so many more resources see I'm amazed they haven't missed the boat on that like it just seems like everything about the I game think it's still growing because it, will, it used to be so popular yeah and, uh, now I just don't see anybody talking about it but it could still be popular I oh just yeah don't, it is no doubt I don't see people talking of course I don't see anyone talking about Minecraft anymore but that's yeah, bringing still, in more money than ever. Apparently, still going strong. And, and so. you know, maybe maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. Maybe they've got another, another their next game 
And they're like, okay, we blew up Rocket League. Now we want to blow up our next game tenfold. So let's be part of a huge yeah. company that can make that happen. Yeah, it really makes you wonder, like, what what do you do? I would hate to be a developer with a game like Rocket League. How do you I was like, that? Yeah, I mean, is that their first game? As far as I know. Like, yeah, I mean, what do you do after that? Yeah, because <laughs> you can't do something in that same spirit. Yeah. Because then it's just going to feel like a knockoff. Yeah, Like, exactly. you're trying to replicate Like, yeah, we've already seen and done this. Right. I'm going right. to go back to playing it's the real not, thing. It's not going to be football with... Uh, Tennis rackets, and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm trying football, to think of some stupid. Football with bicycles. Could you imagine something. them sitting there? Could you imagine them sitting there and conceptualizing that game? Like what? Football with where did it rackets? come from? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Soccer with cars. Oh, yeah. I don't like, know. Like where did it come from? I don't know. Like you and well, I. Well, actually, sitting, I do know. I you do and know. I are sitting here thinking like. I do know actually. Um, well, I know people have tried it in real life. Yeah, I mean it. And I, yeah, I don't even know if Top Gear is where. But Top Gear used to always have an episode, like almost every season, where they yeah. play football with cars. And uh, football is in American soccer. football. Soccer, okay. okay. Soccer with cars, I should say. And um, so yeah, I mean that's probably just where the, the idea came from. They were like, oh well, no one's ever actually made a video game, yeah, of this. And then, it couldn't have cost a ton to develop either. No, yeah, it's a great game. Oh yeah, such a completely that the. the I feel like all like the. I don't think I had more. Like there's just so many funny moments. And, it was it's probably the best sports but, game but of the also, entire generation. Yeah, I mean it's super competitive and. Like, yeah. There's those moments where like it seems to be in slow motion, you know? You're yeah. Like, oh no. There are just so many epic yeah. moments we yeah. had in that game. I remember like I started making clips of things that happened, and within like a week, I had like hundreds of yeah, clips me too. because every 30 seconds there's something amazing yeah, happening. Yeah, exactly. You, you just can't believe some of the things you see. The saves like, you make. And yeah, and then you have so many saves that there's no point in saving it because yeah. you're not going to go back and watch all that. Right, right. right. Alright, so Riot, the developer of League of Legends, and they've been having scandals there left and right about harassment, underpaying employees, so on and so forth. A hundred of their staff staged a walkout this week in protest of all the stuff that's been happening there and abuses by management. And this is a first this is a first example of this happening in the game development industry. And you know, I've heard we've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, how the conditions of the gaming industry really aren't good. Yeah. And I kind of feel like we are reaching this like precipice. You know, like we talked about the guy from um, the Smash Brothers guy working, you know, while literally hooked up to IVs, and a guy who worked on Mortal Kombat 11 died at his desk while he Jeez. was while he was working. And uh, an article came out a couple weeks ago that said that you know everybody's looking at Fortnite, <clears throat> and was they're, it, they're trying, trying to mash that model of content production because like every week they get new patches out. Yeah. And an article finally came out and said that there's staff at Epic that's literally putting in over 100 hours a week. Jeez. This isn't like there's some finely tuned machine. This is essentially like people are grinding themselves into the ground. Oh, yeah. And you know, and people have come to expect that now. Like you hear it with Apex. Like, oh, the content's been too slow for Apex. And it's like, well, there's the reality of how they're doing it. It's people working 100-hour weeks. Like, I really feel like we're at this precipice where like, the gaming industry is going to need to start regulating itself because they can't 
you can't keep this up forever. Yeah. Like, there's got to be... Well, and you know, I was reading on this... Um, I can't remember if it was Epic or Riot, which one it was, but they were saying how, you know, like, they don't mandate you to stay and work. Yeah. And they don't technically punish you yeah. for not, but, like, you know, it's noted that you're not staying, yeah. you're not working. Yeah. You know, and then they'll get you later on for yeah. for something else. Right. And you know, so so in effect, they're not they're not actually punishing right. you for it, but right. they are. Right. They really are. And you know, how do you stop well, that? Like, I, it's it's I almost think, impossible to stop. I mean, people know though, and it's like that public pressure and public perception. Like, you know, imagine being a part of uh, you know respawn because of that like Fortnite effect like you gotta have content every week it's what everybody expects you gotta have a new gun every week you gotta have yeah. the maps gotta change every week and so it's like even if you're like even if you're kind of willingly doing it it's almost like out of fear like oh, yeah. if we let this game die we're all yeah. gonna go out of, I was gonna say there, there, there's other pressures too I mean right. so, like some of it's self-imposed that's what I mean you know? like we gotta do this we gotta do I, this I want this company to be you know like some of them are real company men or right. women sure and, people you know, are like, just dedicated yeah they, they, they're they really proud of what they made they yeah. want it to stay you know like the greatest thing ever yeah sure and so they'll They'll do it voluntarily, right? And, and so, that's, that's a different thing. That's and you fine. got you got people that want to climb the, the ladder, yeah. And you know, so there's a there's a ton of different aspects to this, which, yeah. which to me sort of suggests that maybe it can't be solved unless you just set unless you mandate at a government level, like, hey, you can't work more than yeah eighty hours a week. I mean, and that's why, like, I totally respect you know, like respawn said, like, this is our content schedule, this is what we're sticking to because we're not willing to degrade. Our employees' quality of life, and you know the response that Team Meat had when they delayed Super Meat Boy Forever was like, "Too bad, we're not giving up our lives. We're delaying the game. Yeah, buy it or don't. You know, like, yeah. I, people have to. I understand how hard a position it is because you've got literally millions of gamers bashing you on forums. You know, and it's like, oh my god, if we let this game die, do we all lose our jobs? Well, and you know, I think that that's a good point. Is that once like a narrative starts on social media, yeah, like that that has to be like your worst nightmare. It's very hard to counter. That has to be your worst nightmare. You get that narrative going, and it is so yeah. hard to stop. It, and it literally takes like a week now, and your game is dying. Like literally, like yeah. like your game doesn't do something for a week, and your game is dying. That's what everybody says. Oh, it's dying. It's yeah. dying. It's dying. Like PUBG is literally going through a resurgence right now. Like people are coming back to it. It's like, if you build a good base game, you're never out of the game. It's all, you know, like... That's you can, what I think. You, you can reinvigorate your game three months down the road, you know, like... And that's just... I don't know. It's just weird. Like, all the stories coming out about the gaming industry right now. There was Red Dead Redemption 2's development, and those guys... I don't know. Yeah. Just weird. We actually have a walkout now. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's something you see more and more lately, especially amongst tech, uh, tech, you know. Yeah. In the tech industry, you know, and I've seen a lot of calls t- for uh, Uber. You know, have like, like, like u- unionization of, of yeah. game the gaming industry and stuff, and you have to wonder then, like, what will be the effect of that? Like, will the content schedules all slow down, and then will all the gamers yeah. be freaking out because you know yeah. well, I didn't get a patch this week? And it does seem like it would, it would probably slow it down, and it would probably make or they'd it, have to hire more be, employees. Yeah, it would, 
I was going to say one effect is can they it, afford it'll it? almost for sure make it everything more expensive. Yeah, right. I mean, can, they, can developers afford to do yeah, it? Yeah, you'd I guess seeing, they can afford to pay You'd either overtime, be seeing so. more microtransactions or more, yeah. um, you know, you know develop, add-ons there, or expansion packs. I don't, I don't expansion have the I don't have the answer, but they. I feel like because there is such a disdain for loot boxes, and you know, what is the next monetization model? You yeah. know, like what's going to be the next thing? And yeah, they got to figure it out quick because once you go past free to play, like, what else? Right. Is like what? There? Well, well, <laughs> you know, you have loot boxes, then you had like battle passes are the new thing. So. You know, you don't have to have a loot box, but you could pay ten dollars or whatever, and you can unlock all these items, and that's a different route. So, what's the next mm-hmm. thing? You know, I know that I've personally, I don't really mind battle passes because I take the risk when I buy them. But I know a lot of people. I mean, I've been burned a few times. I've bought like a season pass and then never played the game longer than like two hours. It's Apple Total Arcade. Waste. That's the next. Maybe I mean subscription models. Yeah, maybe it is. But what's after that? Maybe the subscription models will um, somehow spare us. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, So this was really interesting. Platinum, like, suddenly spoke up about a lot of things this week. So Platinum has said that they're changing their business model, and that they want to be less reliant on big publishers. to basically to make any money whatsoever because if you look at their history that's exactly what they've done they're, oh yeah they're always like working for Nintendo they made it like a Ninja Turtles game they're working with Sega um, and like they don't own any of the IPs that they've worked on so like let's say Nintendo stops calling one day well what have they got you know so they're saying that they basically realized that they're working on two new IPs that they're going to announce this year They've already got like five games in development, I feel. And this is like two more. Because they've got Astral Chain. They've got Bayonetta 3. Um, they've got that game with Square Enix. I think they've got that game on Apple Arcade. They've got at least two more. That's six games off the top of my head. They just yeah. got kicked off that one game. Yeah. But they claim that one is a game that has truly never been done before. But... Oh. They they say that they said that yes people say that all the time but this we actually mean this that this truly hasn't been done. Before. Um, I mean I guess we'll see. Um, you know this kind of reminds me of something I was listening to on a different podcast um, from Kevin Smith. You know Kevin yeah, Smith, yeah. Uh, the comic writer. Yeah, Kevin uh, Kevin Smith and uh, the guy who works with there, Mark Mark Bernardin. Um. They, you know, like, they, they both make movies. Yeah. And, and this is something I'm kind of wondering if we're going to see more in the gaming industry as well. And, you know, like, they like to make smaller, you know... Yeah. Non-IP movies. Yeah. That they've just thought up in their own head. And they were saying how they went to Legendary once to pitch a movie, and Legendary just looked at them and said, you know, we don't make original yeah. Stuff. We yeah. only do IPs. If right. you don't have an IP, we're not interested it's not a in talking. <laughs> like they're not even interested in talking. Trilogy beyond. or nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, I'm wondering, is is that where gaming is going to? Uh, you know. Like, well, I think a lot of people have been saying that forever for like the past five, six years. You know, like, and that's that's how the whole Kickstarter craze started. Is yeah. all these developers were saying, 
none of these publishers will fund our games. We're turning to you. Yeah. And that kind of has dried up. And, you know, I think you do see that a little bit in the, you know, like there's sort of two tiers, right? There's the big blockbuster yeah. tier. And then there's the little tiny indie indie game yeah. tier. Yeah. And it sounds to me like Platinum. The middle ground is very small. Oh, yeah. Very small. And then, so it sounds like maybe uh, Platinum's thinking, well, maybe we'll just go down to the little tier. You know, yeah. Like get it get ourselves away from these big IP games. Well, I think it's just a realization that literally we have no control. we have no control of our fate. Like yeah. this is a top tier developer, one of the best developers in the industry. Proven, you know, at time and time again. And uh, they're like, well, we're totally reliant on everybody else. If it if something happens, you know, and the next Bayonetta bombs or the next uh, what's that game that they made with Square? The, the the half RPG half shooter. Oh gosh, uh, game. Blue or something. No, Grand. not that one. Um, God, I own the game too. You play as that. It's like B nine or whatever. The the cyborg girl. Oh God, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I I, I was kind of encouraged by this news because I've always for like the past few years I've looked at them and I I've always felt that they're like one misstep from going out of business no matter how good they are like, the game's on sale too because they keep making a ton of games like they keep developing a lot of games and there is another interesting bit of news um, you know the whole issue with uh, was it Drag what the heck was that game Scalebound yes they came out and said that they really didn't like that everybody blamed Microsoft when Scalebound got cancelled because they said it was as much like they actually the guy the president of the company said it was as much our fault as it was. Well, I'm really theirs, surprised you know, that you're and, and, say that. And that it was really honest. He he said you know like there's two parties here. There was a publisher and there was a developer, and we both are responsible for it failing. And I, I don't think it's right that Microsoft took all the fault for it. Yeah, I mean they took a lot of heat for that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I see. I see the headline right here right now. Um, yeah, that's that's quite the uh, thing to come out and say. Yeah. Really, yeah, uh, because it's honest though. Like I give them credit for saying it. Yeah, like I mean, they did take a lot of heat, Microsoft. I know it really did seem a little unfair. But then again, you know, Microsoft hasn't exactly been rolling out big hit games. So well, that's what you you wonder. You know, like they haven't put out a real quality title in quite a while at that yeah. point. So and this for them, for good. them to, but for them to cancel that, that tells you like how below expectations that game yeah. probably was. Uh, yeah, like, it must have been a mess. Yeah, and I'm sure they didn't want to cancel for two reasons. I mean, like it's a it's a Japanese, you know, from one of the most game. well-respected developers. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm sure they really don't want to do it. They didn't have like any RPGs. If it's not there, it's just not there. You know. I think the problem was it seemed to me that they were just trying to mix too many concepts into one. Yeah. You had an RPG with an action game with like a almost like a Devil May Cry look. Yeah. The plus the, the dragon. The thing, dragon. The big the, monster battle. The, the dragon was the part that I, like to me I was always like oh god and, you know like 
controlling the AI dragon. Anytime you're stuck controlling an AI character. Yeah, yeah. it's never fun. Oh, yeah. Like, it's always just such a mess. So when I saw that was an aspect of the game, I was just like, yeah. oh, God, what have they done? It would have been better just, I just making, a, making a co-op RPG with dragons in it. Yeah, like, like maybe maybe once in a while you rode the dragon for a level or yeah, something. Just, you know, whatever. Well, dragons could be a huge part of it. You could fight them, but not like... But that's what they were trying to be different. They were trying to do something yeah. different, and it didn't work but out. But anytime there's an AI character that yeah. you cannot control, I never a, played. You're begging specifically. For there's classes in like World of Warcraft, a lot of MMOs, where you control various like minions or pets. I never liked those classes. I can't stand them. Like, because you, I, like the hunter, for example, you're sitting there, you're shooting, you got your bow, you got your gun, and I'm controlling this pet bear at the same. I don't like it. Yeah. it I just, I've never been the, good at it. The only game to ever pull that off, Digimon World number one <laughs> for, for PlayStation 1. Uh, that game was so good. So this is big news for me. Splitgate is coming out May 22nd, and it's free to play. I'm telling you, this game's going to make a splash. They just held a, a beta, an open beta this weekend. All the big streamers are playing it, and they were all loving it. I really think see, this is going to See, Facebook is listening to you on my phone right now. Why? Um, because I keep seeing Splitgate ads and stuff. It's awesome. And and I I can't imagine why, because the only time anyone ever mentions Splitgate around me, me. Is, is you in person. So, you know, obviously Facebook is listening to you through it's my so, it, It's literally like Halo 2's gunplay with, a, with portal mechanics. And there's so many levels of cleverness that you can use these portals for. There's nothing else out there like it, and it's yep. free to play. So, I I was really surprised by that part. That it's from you know former Halo Two developers and Counter Strike developers, and it's I'm telling you, it gets the Mayor Reynolds stamp of approval. So check it out. Check 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 it out. Sony's holding their second state of play this week already, which was surprising because they hadn't communicated anything. Yep. In like a year. Yep. The last one was only like. Three four weeks ago, and they're gonna they're gonna detail their medieval remake and reveal a new game. Everybody's hyped about the new game reveal, but I guarantee it's gonna be something minor like Iron Man VR again. Like, yeah. okay, cool. But do you think this falls under customer relations, or I mean, whoever's in charge of communicating to the fans what Sony is doing? Doing a horrible job. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's bizarre. I well, just find until it that PS5 bizarre. news, which to me that PS5 news was literally one executive at the top saying We're, we have to do this, we have to do it now. Yeah, it wasn't like a like it yeah, wasn't like a it sort of makes you wonder, decision. doesn't it? It sort of makes you just wonder like did did somebody at the company just look around and realize like hey nobody's been talking about PlayStation for like a year and a half. Well, I think uh, maybe we should say something. I think it's <laughs> you know, two I mean, things. Uh, first is I think they started. A lot of their developers on PS5 games really early. Yeah. So you know, like Gorilla has been working on a PS5 game for how long now? Um, you know, they've got a lot of developers who just so they haven't been able to talk about it for years. Well, and see, that's that's and then where Kaz retired. Yeah. So there's been a transitional period. Oh, that's true. That could know, have something. To and do the with it. the new guy could be great. He could be bad. I don't know, but it, it kind of seems like. 
I mean, it makes sense to transition before the new gen, but at the same time, maybe they should have waited a year after the launch or something to get it out the door, you know, and then say, all right, we're all set. You know, it, the, the part I just find the strangest is that they went that long without saying a word, you know, like, we're not going to E3, we're not doing this, we're not doing that. You know, like, we're only going to talk about these three or four PlayStation 4 games that are left. Whatever. They've gone months and months and months like that. They're this close to revealing the PS5, and then they do, like, this half-step reveal. So when the actual reveal happens, people aren't... I mean, people are going to be excited, obviously. Well, that's but, what I was... But you, you just stole a lot of your thoughts. That's what I'm saying. I hate these, like... And there's got to be, like, some strategy behind it, you know. I hate these, like, staged reveals we're like well this week we're announcing the specs and this week we're showing yeah. the design and this week we're showing the price and this week we're announcing the release date and then we're going to show you one game and then i hate that yeah. you know like i, I feel like they impress me i feel like they they probably like i said they probably looked at how X, or microsoft and xbox handled the xbox one x and it, it worked it yeah. worked well for them yeah but I, I think it was a little more unique of a situation than yeah. Than what Sony was doing with PS5. That wasn't a new console. That was a revision. Exactly, exactly, and that's exactly it. And this wasn't that wasn't a bomb. And they didn't just they didn't just like one day go. Oh, by the way, here's you know the the specs on our console. Yeah. They went to like ground zero. Yeah. They went to the the people that tech guys you know the hardcore tech guys Spec. trust the most. Yeah. You know, and they said, look at our thing. Tell people about it, you yeah. know, and and they're not. I don't think they're going to do that every time. Like that was just a one yeah. off. Deal. That's what I mean. I feel like somebody high up was, was like, "We got to do this. We got to do it now." This wasn't like a planned out. Like this wasn't planned like six months ago as the reveal. It was like, yeah. "We got to do something." They picked up the phone. They called somebody. So I guess the, sold the, them the, the full store. reveal isn't going to happen before E three. I don't think so. I would guess. Yeah. And I and that's the only thing I can surmise is that they didn't want Microsoft to go first. Yeah. You know, like they they want to go first. But even still. Well, because I have a feeling Microsoft's gonna blow the doors off. Like they're gonna show, you know, they're they're gonna show they're not only gonna show their specs. They're gonna show games. They're gonna have the full comprehensive. Package. What if they don't? What if they? I mean, it's a mistake. I trust Sony to to have a deeper catalog of games right now. But the reveal, though, like Sony realized, okay, we can't do our door blowing off thing until later, but we can maybe take at least this part of it. We can get announce the tech specs and get that first blow. Yeah, the entire and thing Microsoft is just, it's, it's, just it's just strange and awkward. Me, yeah, like, it is. If you're not going to be, like, why a, wouldn't you just reveal the whole thing? Exactly. If That's not, what I'm saying. If you're not going to be at E3, then why didn't you go before <laughs> show E3? Show us the game. Why didn't you show us the whole thing? Yeah, that's just, what I mean. Just do it before E3. So that's why they're I, probably going to do it like the month. That's after. why I feel like they had to, you know, they've got this big event planned for later, but they're really worried that Microsoft's going to just like go balls out, you know, and yeah. impress everybody. So they're like, well, we can take away the te- the specs at least being impressive if we put ours out first. So yeah, we'll do that. I guess. I, I don't know. It's just. It just doesn't sit right with me. That me too. You've I, gone, think, I think it was a weird review. You went cold for all those months, and then you just, oh, by the way, here's the here's the deal with our new console. I then went cold again. And then you're going cold again. Right. And, That's and then, what I mean. And then we're going to be... This isn't a grander strategy. I mean, yeah, I guess it'll be cool to see what it looks like. 
I, I always... I want the do, games? I always... The games I want to see. Yeah. What console designs look like, I literally could care less. Yeah. Uh, it's a box that's going to sit in my... I, I like that moment where... Like, I, I It's like, what's it going to look like? I and then they pull the sheet off. Less. They all have looked the same yeah, for the past but, 20 years. Come on. It's, it's, it is cool when they pull that sheet off and it's like, oh, this is the new console. Oh. And then, you know, it's like, does it look like a tampon? or does it looks the same as it, it used like to. A, uh, you know, whatever. Um, it's got a five on it instead of a four now. Yeah. But after that, you're right. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't really care at all. I'm going to buy it based on the games. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I didn't care that the PS3 looked like a refrigerator <laughs> and a grill. I didn't care that the three. I thought the 360. I thought both consoles were ugly that generation. The, the OG Xbox was pretty ugly. The only decent. I mean, the OG looking, Xbox. The only decent looking one was the Wii, but yeah. that. That was. I mean, my Xbox junk. One X is like matte finish. That's not a nice looking console. I mean, the 360 eventually morphed into something that was decent looking. The yeah. PS3 never did. No, <laughs> no. no. I mean, all of its revisions were still. That was bizarre. Disgusting. But I still could care less. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. I bought it because Metal Gear Solid. 4 exactly. Came you out stick for it. it in your. You stick it under your TV. Literally, like, the day Metal Gear Solid Four came out, I went out and bought a PS3. Yeah. Don't care what it looked like. That's why I bought it. Yeah. So there's one more piece of big news. We don't need to get into a lot. It's big for me because I play Apex all the time. EA confirmed that Apex is coming to mobile today. So oh. we don't know when, but that'll be a huge influx of players for the franchise. So That's going to be interesting because it's first person as opposed to like the other two. PUBG's first person too. PUBG Mobile. Can... Oh, yeah, sure. No, third and first. Yeah. All the competitive but th- players, but they're play still first. first yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, God mode moments. Rumors coming. Here we go. Somebody has hinted at a new secret Melkir Salad project is in development. Do you believe it or not? I'm ready for my new pachinko machine. That's, or whatever it's well, called. Do you remember the last one? What was it called? Survive. Yeah. That was totally. Does fun. anyone remember what it's called? People probably forget. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna say there's probably something in development, but it's probably really minor. It's it's very scary when like you see survive and you realize like that's what it's gonna be like. That's the last like, Metal Gear Solid game. Well, yeah, but no, but that, like the, if the next if, one, will yeah, be like if, that, if they make if they make more of these games, that's what you're looking at. That and um, um I, I just deleted this off my Xbox. Um, Metal Gear. Solid Rising Revenge. That actually got good reviews, though. Oh my god! I, you know, it's funny. I remember playing the demo back in the day when yeah. it released, and I liked it. Then. Yeah, I liked it then. Yeah, I tried playing it again like in the last week or two. Yeah, and the story was just so it looks ir- way over the top. The storyline was just so irritating. I, yeah, I just, I'm like, I, yeah. I gotta delete this. Yeah. I gotta delete this right now. I can't. I can't even have it on my Xbox. So Matt is not a fan of Metal Gear. Metal Gear and I really liked the demo back yeah. in the day, but the storyline was just so well, you could be really precise with your sword. I remember, like that was one of the big features. Yeah, but you it, could cut up like anything. There's, there's never actually any use for that. Right, right. So that was one of the big features. I was like, whatever. I'm At done. the time, it was a big deal. I'm done. There is a Ghost Recon announcement happening in two days. It's official. Ubisoft said it's happening on the ninth. Uh, most people are speculating that it's a new game. Here's my... I don't think it's going to happen, but this is what I want it to be. Ghost Recon Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> no. Please yes, please do it. No more no, Battle Royales. No, because 
There's aside from PUBG, there is still no other realistic. I'm putting out an edict. Battle Royale. Battle Royales must die. <laughs> Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Do you really think it's just Wildlands 2, though? Ba- no, I pray to God it's not. That's what I mean. In it's fact, be I was going to ask you, do you think it's going to be Wildlands, or do you think it's going to go back to, like, Draw? Every, well, everybody, at first, at first they didn't even say it was a Ghost Recon. They said it was a Tom Clancy announcement. Yeah. So, immediately, everybody was like, Splinter Cell, Splinter yeah. Cell, Splinter yeah, Cell. Of course. And then I think they had a, they felt the need to clarify, okay, it's not Splinter Cell, it's Ghost Recon. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, Wildlands only came out, like, a year ago. It can't be a sequel. It, it can't be. It's only been a year. And Ubisoft's been very particular about building their games and not putting out, you know, immediate... So you think it could be a Battle Royale? Probably not, but... Uh, see, I, I think it... I think it has to be PvP of some kind. Because, to me, it's so weird that it's not because, you know, they basically said Rainbow Six is our multiplayer game and Ghost Recon's our single player but I don't think they're almost like competing franchises from the same company they used to be Rainbow yeah. Six and Ghost Recon yeah I have yeah, to think it has know. to be some big multiplayer component like yeah. has to be I really I wonder what yeah. some of those old Ghost Recon was Did it you play that you and I played yeah, yeah. on like Xbox or Xbox I think it was the original Xbox wasn't it yeah Ghost Recon 2 oh you liked that one well back in the day where, where it was like the, only the aiming ridicule on the screen you didn't even see your gun well I liked Raw do you remember but that that was much different do you remember when it was like that yeah yeah you, you only had what that, was the one that what was always... the first third person one was it Graw? yeah Graw. I thought there was one before that I don't think so Maybe it was a maybe it was a sequel to Graw I really liked. I liked Graw a lot. At the time the the graphics of Graw were amazing. Yeah. There was one before Wildlands. What was it called? It might have been on Xbox One as well. I thought Like the Wildlands. Xbox One PS4 era. I don't know. Um but it was like at the very tail end, future future soldier or something. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Future something. Yeah. So David Jaffe, the creator of Twisted Metal and God of War, has revealed that he's working on a new horror game that he's literally not showed anybody. It's not funded. It's not even in development. He's writing it. And he's, you know, eventually going to pitch it. Do you think it'll actually get picked up? I was surprised that he's working on a game at all. I kind of figured he's probably... Do I think it'll get picked up? No. Do I think it'll be good? No. Well, do you think anybody... Do you think it'll ever come out? Yes. Think, think it will? Who will yeah, make it? Who will know. make it? Because he doesn't have a developer. I mean, it depends on what he's talking about. He's literally he's, working in his own house with nobody. Oh, God, then no. Well, he's not making it yet. Like, he's getting ready. He's making a concept. I mean, Microsoft's looking for and stuff. There you go. So. See, that's what I mean. He's going to pitch it to somebody. Yeah. And he is a legendary creator. Yeah. His last couple... Have, what did he do? He did that Calling All Cars game. Yeah. Which was not a hit. And then uh, drawn to death. Yeah, yeah, that's which I thought looked good, but I hear it was bad. Um, I mean, I'm curious. I'm always curious. I think if he goes, when it comes to horror games, I mean, his obviously his biggest relationship with Sony. Yeah. Um, so if he goes back to Sony and asks for a team with a really good idea, could happen. Will they do it? I don't know. I mean, Sony doesn't. It, you know, I feel like with. Um, they funded The Last Guardian for with, how long? With Silent Hill basically imploding and now being a dead franchise. Yeah. There is sort of a space 
left for Paul, a I think horror, horror game. Horror's got a lot of attention from indies. Like yeah. there's a lot of good horror. Yeah, there's a lot of smaller games. Yeah. That's why I said it depends on what he's talking yeah. about. Is is he talking like Triple A? Yeah, is he talking like something that go head to head with Resident Evil and um oh what's that other one now? Um What's the one? You're thinking of Outlast, are you? No. Because that's not... I would say it's triple is it, A. Is it Bethesda that puts it out? Who puts it out? Which one? Bethesda has a horror. The Resident Evil-like one. Oh, shit. What's the Evil called? Within? Yes. Yeah, it's Bethesda. Okay. So, is he talking something along that? Or is he talking something along, you know, like... The, I have the a feeling indie, it'll be more... Indie horror Less action, games. more, like, actual horror. But we'll find Did out. Did you play The Evil Within too? Played them both, yeah. Did you like it? Two or one? Which was better? Different. Uh, Resident Evil 2, or Resident Evil 2, here we go. Yeah, just, the the, just evil, the evil Within 2 is more polished and like comprehensive of a game, Yeah. but a little lighter on the horror side. Whereas yeah. the first, I feel like the first game was a lot heavier on the horror, second game had much more refined gameplay. So just two very different things. Is the suffering backwards compatible yet? I don't know. I almost want to say yes it is. Yeah, that's a, that was, kind of that's a throwback right there to suffering. Who made that? Was it like Namco Midway. or something? Was Midway. it? Oh, okay. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. All right. Here's, that, was a, that was a good game. Here's something <laughs> surely. That was good. It actually really was. Yeah, it was. You know what else was good? Another one no one remembers? Dead to Rights. Oh, so yeah. So good. Yeah. Here's a one that surely neither one of us care about. I, I considered, like, shouldn't we even put this on the agenda? The next Assassin's Creed has leaked. For some reason, every single year, the next Assassin's Creed game leaks. I don't know why. Every year, long before it's... I am so sick of Assassin's Creed. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, I don't even want to put this I literally think maybe it's a plot to assassinate me. But (laughs) to make me so sick of one game that I will just, like, throw myself... Off a, that I that I do a swan dive off yeah. the cathedral. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> without without the hay at the bottom. I heard this when I first heard Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. I thought they're gonna go for something really out there because I thought like Thor Ragnarok. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh sweet. And I clicked, no, they'll never do anything. I clicked it and it's see. like it's in Great Britain and Sweden and Denmark and Finland and Norway. So it's so it's Assassin's Creed yeah. Vikings edition. I'm I, so sick of the motif that's switching. That's what I mean. I yes. Do something. I I'm remember so the last one that. I got excited for was uh, the one in the American Revolution. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting idea. I played it for five minutes and I was done. See, with it. No, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm no, I'm done. Oh yeah, I am too. I am. I am so sick. It's, that was just it's the, the same. Last one it's the same it. game, just different motifs. Yeah. And I'm so sick of that. It's so like I. change the formula completely. Though I hear the last one is probably the best in the series, Odyssey. Yeah. I heard that that was literally a good. Well, movie. I don't doubt it, but I I'm just still could care less. I'm so sick of like do something. I really want to see them. Different. Yeah, I want to see them do something like Rainbow Six Siege was to Rainbow Six, and and. Wildlands was to Ghost Recon. Like, do something that truly changes the base formula. Make it, make it a space odyssey. Do something. I don't know. Well, make make it almost like Hitman, where where the way you assassinate people is more important than whatever the motif is. Well, I don't even care. I'm just this whole concept. I'm so over it. Like, just not interested. Like, literally, when I saw the leak, I didn't even want to read it, and I'm like. We gotta do it for the podcast. Yeah. Like I got, we gotta tell people. Well, when I played the games, my biggest issue was there was only like 
two ways to really kill people. And then you had to like run away and yeah, like it just felt like you were doing the same thing. Dive off the buildings again. Dive off the building into the pile of hay and the pile of hay. Jump down and stab this guy in the neck. You know, like yep. Like that's what I was doing constantly. Just jump down and stab this guy in the neck. Jump down, stab this guy in the neck. Or walk up behind this guy. Do you remember the the sci-fi twist in the first one? Like sent like shock. Yeah. And I hated that. (laughs) I still hate it. I I, and how did this? How did this get a movie? Most people did with Michael Fassbender, no less. Oh, bomb! Another bomb! What a waste of talent. (laughs) So the official Xbox Twitter is hyping a Game of Thrones announcement of some sort. Immediately, everybody thought, you know, oh, Game of Thrones, first party exclusive game. It's going to be an Xbox console. It's, it's going to be a Game of Thrones with, like, dragons on it. It's going to be... Or, like, an Xbox with, like, the target. It's going to be an Xbox wallpaper. Or that, yeah. Here you <laughs> go. Let's, let's bring the... How can they have a Game of Thrones game when, when George R. R. Martin won't finish the books? Yeah. Like, what, what's we'll it going to be based on? We'll talk about that later. The HBO series? Jesus. Uh, please help us all. <laughs> um, we already covered the Microsoft uh, hinting at a AR Minecraft game. You know, why don't they hold that back for E3? Well, I guess that's going to be mostly about... It's mobile. Yeah, next gen. Um, both the Minecraft... This isn't official. The Minecraft 10th anniversary is this month. So they're going to oh, reveal okay. it at that. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Makes sense. So time to flip it to the tech side here. I don't know... I really didn't even want to cover this. They've announced the new Intellivision console. It's going to be like between $150 and $200. And this is the real reason I wanted to, to cover this. I didn't. The console got announced like months ago. The original Earthworm Jim team has reformed. And they're making a new Earthworm Jim game. A new Earthworm Jim game for this Intellivision console. <clears throat> Are you excited by that, or do you feel like we're getting robbed because they're making it for this console that no one's gonna buy? Um, Earthworm Jim. Did you love those games? I, I mean, I did. They were I, amazing when I was a kid. Yeah, they were amazing. Today, I don't care. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, it was good for you don't nineteen. Got any nostalgia for Earthworm Jim. It, it was good in nineteen ninety six or whatever, but um, here in twenty nineteen, there you know, no, <laughs> like, I don't care. What what is this console? What is it? It's like a it's like a new Atari, basically. Like a it's supposed to be like a low end for basically for old people, not for <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean like senior so citizens. Like a, I mean people yes. Oh, like great. a throwback, like all the games I think the games they said can't cost more than seven dollars. So they're specifically catering to like people who just want like Really simple games, and they don't want to buy a thousand dollar gaming PC or the new Xbox, the new, but just some like kind of a a niche of very casual but also old school mm-hmm. gamers. I, I have no interest. In yeah, it. zero interest. The, the Earthworm maybe Jim they can, thing just made me happy. Maybe they can partner with the Sonic movie. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> call it like '90s Night or something. Apple announced iPhone sales are down. We're down. They just closed their fiscal year, thirty percent over their previous year. Boom. What do you? What, what's your reaction? Well, do they mean the same quarter in the previous year, or total year? I think oh, year okay. over year. So their fiscal year that just ended was down thirty percent well, over the previous fiscal. I mean, I can see it because last year it was the iPhone X. Yeah. 
And that was like a revolutionary yeah. new design. And this year it's the iPhone XS. Well, I better stop saying X, 10S. And, um, you know, the S series are just the previous years slightly refined. So, you know, of course their sales were going to be down. That and, you know, I'm, I've seen these headlines too that, um, you know, I mean, they're up against competitors that release phones that are like $10, you know, in India or something. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to buy an, an Apple phone at $1,000 when you can buy a $10. Well, I'm, I'm Huawei phone. I really feel like for the past year or so, Apple has lost some luster. Like, I feel oh, like. Oh, for sure. They, they are definitely making mistakes. Whenever a new iPhone came out before, it was a big deal. Everybody was like, yeah. oh my God. And now you, there's the core Apple fans, as you've mentioned many times. They're basically marketing to their own yeah. people. Um, I, I just feel like because the level of competition has Google's gotten into the game, Android's yep. always been there. Yep. There's more and more people getting in and... Apple's really not doing anything special anymore. Like, Apple yeah. was the original Ugh. smartphone, so they had a honeymoon period of, yeah. like, this is the best. This is the big thing. Well, And now they're just like, eh, I it's think a new part, iPhone. I think part of it is that... And they'll always have a huge audience, but... Yeah. I, I think part of it is not that really growing Google anymore. has closed the gap and surpassed them in a couple ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, Google has closed the... The OS gap, yeah, and surpassed them in a couple of ways, and then the hardware companies have done the same and surpassed them in, yeah. in a couple of ways. Like Samsung always reserves the best screen yeah. for, for Samsung yeah. phones, um, and then Apple can get it a year or two later. Yeah, uh, you know, and then that tied with you know, like I was saying, that Google has closed the gap, though not completely, but in some ways they they yeah. they've definitely closed the gap. Um, so yeah, I mean you're just you're just that's just competition really, and and Apple refuses to mark down their phones below yeah. like, I well, mean even the even the little iPhone eight yeah is five hundred or six hundred dollars, which oh. is just bonkers. Here, here's my next our very next point is that just today it's already available now. Google just announced it today. They announced the Pixel three A and the Pixel three A XL, which is basically a a budget friendly Pixel. Phone phones. There's two versions. Yeah, uh, it's three ninety nine and four seventy nine. And I really feel like oh, there is definitely a lot of people who are getting sick of paying a thousand dollars for think a phone. So. Yeah. And I but think that this this the the big thing about the Pixel has always been the camera. The camera is like god tier, and this still has that camera. You know the other specs are lower, but I'm at the point. You know you've made this point for uh, like GPUs for a while. We're like my phone like I really don't think I need better specs out of my phone yeah. anymore like it's diminishing returns at this point and I mean what's what's in this phone this and I have an iPhone X or XS uh, the CPU in this phone can take on and beat CPUs and PCs yeah yeah I mean like crush them right like that's what I mean like I feel like I'm at the point where like I don't need to spend a thousand dollars on a new phone anymore. The exact same CPU that's in this phone will probably end up well, not the exact. It'll probably be even a more powerful one, but um, the CPU that's going to be in the phone in a year or two is going to also they're going to stop um, you know buying chips from Intel for their for their laptops. 
because their phone CPUs have caught up and surpassed Intel's laptop CPUs. So, like, the power in the Apple, and I think they're going to leverage that in another year or two. Like, when they get their AR glasses, the glasses are going to be tied to the phone. Probably. The the phone is going to be doing all the processing. The glasses, which will allow them not to have, you know, stupid stuff like like Google had for the Google Google Glass. Um, so it'll look very much like yeah. glasses because all the processing will be happening on the phone. And I think you might see, like, that'll be when Apple strikes back. Yeah. Is when they start leveraging. Because, you know, like, uh, Qualcomm's the competitor. Yeah, yeah. As far as uh, chips. CPU chips. Yeah. But nobody comes close to, to Apple right yeah. now in terms of CPU. So I think in a couple of years when they start rolling out things that satellite, like the Apple Watch, yeah. And I think that's another thing is like you have the Apple Watch, you have the iPad, which, you know, like there's nothing even close to iPad. Yeah. yeah. iPad dominates. The tablet fan, though, has kind of died down. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But it's like iPad and then nothing. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. So they, you know. You have the Surface Pro, and that's literally the only other so tablet that I can Yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you're just looking at phone sales you're not looking at the whole picture because yeah. they they dominate tablets they dominate smartwatch yeah and they're gonna sure dominate smartwatch yeah they're, they're, so you know i mean it's that's just part of the picture I yeah feel like now it's time for some market mode stuff these are pretty quick ones the call of duty franchise has surpassed 300 million units sold and they also just sold their first five call of duty league teams so this is their league that that basically mirrors overwatch league Certain teams will be based in certain cities. We'll see how it goes. See if they can duplicate that model again. And EA Access is finally coming to PS4 this July. Breaking news. I I thought it came out today. What's that? EA Access. No. Oh, was that just the announcement that it's coming? Yeah, yeah. It just got announced today. But it's coming in July. There's a lot of value in that program. Uh, Especially if you like sports games. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Here's some funny business for you. This is legit, 100% legit. After years and years of an April Fool's joke and fans asking for this, Razer is making a toaster. They're making a real toaster, which will be RGB lit and the whole ordeal. I'm going to own this toaster. That is my goal, to own the Razer toaster. <laughs> I can't wait to add another. Is this another. real? It's this 100% real, life? real. I, I can't tell what's this real This is real. Here. Here's some Godspeed stories. You're, I don't know if it's your favorite, but you've talked about it many times. This is a cool story. Uh, to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Beat Saber, uh, the developer is giving away like the original demo that they made for free to everybody. Like when they demoed the game at first, when they were just making a concept, yeah. they're calling it Beat Saber Origins. You can download it and play it for free, which is, I think that's pretty cool. That's cele- pretty cool. Good way of celebrating your success and thanking everybody you gotta check out this game there's a new game coming called American Fugitive which is it's coming out this summer it's literally a modern GTA 2 it's a top down basically Grand Theft Auto game I think it's even set in London Uh, well it says American Fugitive but I thought (laughs) it was set maybe it's American Fugitive in London maybe Maybe well, to but looking at looking looking at the gas station here, I'd be a little surprised if this was London. But yeah, I mean, how many hours did you and I spend playing GTA Two on the PS One? Then it looks like he drives around like a a charger, like an old '70s charger or something. 
What is this, a slideshow? Oh, it's a screenshot. Yeah. I'm just like watching a trailer. I was like, do we not have, do we not have Wi-Fi anymore? Yeah, it looks good though. It's interesting. So you gotta, you gotta get up, but it's, it's not really like GTA because it's not really set in a city setting. It's more of a rural setting, which I find actually to be more interesting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, because it's such a different take. Yeah, totally. And everybody's done the city thing It seems like times. there's more emphasis on escaping the cops. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, this game actually really looks really good. I hope it comes to Game Pass. I don't even think it's on the Xbox. No! Oh. I don't think it's on any console, but well, maybe, a maybe it's on everything. There's a PlayStation logo. Maybe it's here, on everything, so. then. I don't know. Um. Um, Bloodstained finally is coming out. It has a release date. It's coming out in June, next month. Are you going to get it? Uh, maybe. I feel like the answer is no. I feel like the, the answer is You'll really... You'll play it for an hour and never play it again. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> um, I feel like the answer is really, is it going to come to Game Pass? That's your answer for everything. That's my answer for everything. No, just I'm gonna wait for. Speaking of Game Xbox Pass. and Game Pass, though, this is incredible for real. They should be Phil Spencer should be patting himself on the back for this. Every single Xbox 360 game that has a 90 plus Metacritic score is now available on Xbox One through backwards compatibility. Can we applaud that? Can we just? That have... it? That's great. Yeah, like, it they really are, is. They are literally bringing forward a generation of great games yep. to a new generation. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I applaud them. I don't want to clap so I blow the mic out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Headphone users, you're safe. Here's a head scratcher for me. The original Devil May Cry from the PlayStation 2 is officially coming to the Nintendo Switch. What isn't coming to the well, Nintendo Switch? Why? That's what I'm trying They must have plans to bring like five to Switch or oh, something and well, figured they'd start with the first. It's Capcom, so they're going to bring everything in its brother. They just did the HD collection. Why didn't they just bring the whole HD Yeah, collection? that's what I was wondering. Like, why didn't you... Yeah, why didn't you bring all three? But then, you know, you can sell each one for the same price that you would have sold all three. Yeah, so. that's true. Like Dark Souls did, like, yeah. last summer. We'll, we'll bring out one, and then we'll bring out the whole, the whole collection. Yeah, like so make you buy it twice. Six months later. Poyo Pop Champions is now out for all platforms. This was in Jap... In Jap... I almost said Japan. In Japan, this was called Poyo Pop Esports. But for some reason here... They called it Poyo Pop Champions, and I feel like they should have done it the other way yeah. around because I don't think e-sports. Japan's really into esports yeah. so much, but we are. Yeah, it, it does seem like it would make. Either more, way, if you're a Poyo Pop fan, it's out there. And Dead Cells, which is a great game, I highly recommend it. It's coming to mobile. With that said, it's really hard. I think you're gonna want a mobile controller if you're gonna play this. Playing this game with touch controls is gonna be very difficult it's a very hard it's like the 2d dark souls so all right time for our spotlights do you got anything for this week uh, i do actually um the birds. first of all not the birds um it is a show uh chernobyl i was watching it last oh yeah night. was it good oh it is so good really everybody needs to watch this i mean how, what is a, this is it a mini series it is a mini series yes how many and, episodes is it? um do you know i want to say six but okay. I, not, don't don't hold me to that um, it has the guy from Mad Men. I know who um, you're talking about. Harry, I think. Uh, is that the no, other guy? Harry. Is that the other guy that commits suicide? The British guy. Yeah, the British guy that he commits suicide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the glasses. Maybe his name was Harry. I don't think it's Harry. There's another Harry. Was it Henry? Don't know. He don't gets know. in the fight with Pete, you remember? Yeah, yeah. And then he, and well, <laughs> the, my only lasting memory of is him hanging himself. Yeah. Well, you don't remember him fighting Pete? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, literally yeah. roll yeah. up their sleeves yeah. and they're like yeah. old school, like yeah. boxing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I also remember him sitting in the Jag. Like, didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't the Jag 
somehow lead him to commit suicide or something like he couldn't remember. afford it or something I don't remember okay well whatever I'm, I'm done giving spoilers I think that was their big account and he had delivered it oh, to the company that's right and I think maybe they lost it or something yeah. like that and yeah. he felt responsible that's for right it. that's right you're right so um, yeah no definitely watch that historically accurate I believe I mean, I I, just, I watched like a million documentaries after watching that because it was just so good. That I was, was like, that an hour per episode? What's that? Hour per episode? Yeah, yeah, and it's, I think it's going to be you know one episode per week every Monday at nine. Yeah. So watch that. Uh, let's see what else I play. I played uh, Mortal Kombat ten for some reason. Ten? Yeah. Not eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me why I did that. Um, well, actually, you can ask me, and I'll say it's because I own the game. Um, and I don't. Is it on Game Pass? I, I don't. It is on Game Pass actually, <laughs> which made me re- instantly regret buying it you know, when I did. But I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I had more fun with it returning to it than I did the first time when I bought it when it was new. Um, I also played uh, Capcom versus or Marvel versus Capcom Infinite versus DBC. Yeah, I wish I played that. But I played Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. I see why it bombed. Which is, I mean. Okay, it's it's a great game up until the production values. Like, <laughs> it looks like a mobile game. Like, it just looks like a mobile game. It, it, it's just the one that everybody was upset over the character designs? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, the look and sound of the characters looks like a cheap mobile game. But I, I actually thought the game itself was pretty good. I just am so disinterested in fighters. I'm just... That genre has been totally... No innovation you, for 15 years. Well, look, you know what's funny is actually the art style of it. The I love actually. Oh, God. Do something. Super Smash Brothers is the only fighting game to innovate in the past 20 oh years. Oh, God. No. Yeah, it is. I don't know about that. Everything but. else is two characters staying on screen punching <laughs> each other. But there's. That's like. That's like saying that. Every football game or every football game is every two, football game is two teams, that's why I don't buy them. two teams just playing against each other. That's why I don't um, watch that sport. I don't like it. Yeah, so you know it's it's actually a pretty good game, just wrapped up in uh, poor production values. I felt like yeah. So yeah, other than that, got back into um, I did a lot of gaming this weekend. I don't know why. Um, so you play more games this week than you have in the last. I know, like in the last. Two months combined. I also played, uh, oh shit, what is it called? Um, the New Order. Wolfenstein. Oh, okay. Is that, the, is that the newest? Is that the second one? That's... Or the first one? The first one. Okay. I, I downloaded the second one, but I'm going to try and finish the I first one. I have had the second I... one for like a year. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. I love the first one. Yeah, me too. So, I'm just trying the to finish The new one, uh, the, I think it's called The New Bloods or... Young blood, young bloods, new blood. I think it's like set in the '80s. I, I'm really looking forward to that one. All right, is that it for you? That's it. Okay, I'm good. So I'm spotlighting Mordhau this week. This is, of course, it's a battle royale, but it's a medieval battle royale. So you're looting swords and spears, <clears throat> and I'm telling you, battle royale. But it's not. In fairness, it's not the only battle uh, mode in it. They've got normal modes. If you pull up a like a trailer for it or something, oh yeah, this the looks, combat uh, kind of interesting. It's so deep, like you, um, like you really have to like. It's not just a hack and slash. It's first person, and like you have to move your mouse a lot to like control your attacks, and you know angle them and t- 
timing. See, now that would start to get to me a little bit. Timing is every. You mean you don't have? You don't. You're not like wait. No, it's not. It's not like that. But just like to slash horizontal. Imagine if they had like a mouse that could like adjust. It's not like a waggle. Like. Could, could you imagine if they had a mouse that could like adjust the resistance? Based on your weapon, like if you had a mace, oh like, yeah, it'd be like, like pulling it. <laughs> but but the combat, like every time you fight somebody and you win in this game, it just feels so good because it's not like a shooter. For me, it was cool to because I basically only play shooters anymore. I do play other stuff occasionally, but yeah, to you know be dueling it out with other people with a with a sword or a spear, it, it's a lot of fun and like the battles can literally change like in a swing or two like you die in like depending on your level of armor like anywhere from two to four hits so you know you might be able to win a battle by parrying really well with no health or it was just really satisfying it really got my blood pumping because every time you're fighting with somebody it's like in most action games when you're using a sword you're just fighting an NPC you know Mm -hmm. but this is like you're actually like you know 64 other players going at it with it's it's yeah. really good. <laughs> it looks good. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it, it exceeded my expectations. From and of course, I won around to the battle royale mode. So twenty two different battle royales games I have won on my Twitch channel. Is it purely battle royale or is there a no? There's a there's good. there's like a team deathmatch mode. Well, see now it makes me wonder why they <laughs> why they didn't try to um do that with um for honor with the battle royale. Yeah. They, they do have, this game the way you're describing it, has, it reminds me. I think a lot. its main mode um, really is a, like an objective mode, kind of like for a hunter, where you hold points, and you know they're fighting all across the map, trying to <clears> hold <throat> points and stuff. Uh, Sixty-four players is pretty big, so it's I definitely enjoyed it. it. It's a good time, and I read that. So this game was developed by thirteen people remotely. None of them worked in the same office, and it's already sold. Uh, half a million copies so I'm, I'm pretty happy for the team to have pulled off something like that and the other thing is A. the game costs $30 there's no microtransactions there is a ton of stuff to unlock but there, you know there's no microtransactions it's a finished game this isn't early access it's I give them credit they did a good job so are you ready for the nerd stuff yeah let's let's do the nerd stuff are you stuff. ready for this big one do you read this this first one yes Yep. So spoilers for the Walking Dead comics. You've been warned. Rick is apparently actually dead. Hey! Did you read anything about this? I, you know, I read an article that said, uh, you know, you won't believe what they've done to Rick in the comics now. I, you know, you know, it's funny is like I didn't even finish reading the article. Yeah. But I knew that like they had to have killed him. Yeah. Like that, that's like to the only thing headline they had to. Have that was like literally the only thing left that could that could create a headline like that. So. I didn't even finish reading the articles. I knew, like, oh, they must have killed him. Yeah. So, they've worked up this character who's basically uh, mirrors Joffrey. So, the person in charge of the Commonwealth, this person's son, uh, is basically a lot like Joffrey. And this character, whoever they are, Rick is... So, Rick is trying to... Trying to... I don't know if he's trying to, or he is kind of forced to... The leader's kind of like going nuts or something. There's some sort of rebellion, and Rick, yeah. ha- Rick has the leader imprisoned, at least temporarily. So this Joffrey-like character, literally just Rick sleeping in bed, this Joffrey-like character walks in and just shoots Rick in the heart while he sleeps. Kills him. Yep. And he, I mean, 
He's not dead yet. And then in, in another 25 issues when people revolt, Rick's going to wake up from a dream. Well, it was all just a dream. He's not dead yet. He rolls out of bed onto the floor. But there's no way. If they if they, if they they make him come out of this, then there's no way. Like, they lose all credibility. Yeah. He's dead. See, I was going to say that I felt They just like, had to leave it a clip. I felt like it should have happened long ago. See, I, I think it's okay. Um because I, I guess Kirkman has said he wants it to, to end around 300. They're almost at 200. See, I don't mind. <clears throat> See, I just don't want... The big draw for me to The Walking Dead was that... Like we saw with Game of Thrones. I'm sure we're going to get to that in a minute. Saw. Keyword um, being saw. Like we saw with Game no of Thrones. No longer seeing. And yeah, and it used to be the same for that show too, and which was a big draw for everybody. Is it seemed like none of the main characters actually had plot armor. Yeah, yeah. And that was always the big draw to me for The Walking Dead, because like anybody seemingly could die at yeah. any time in that yeah. in that book. But you know, after a while, it became pretty obvious that you know some of the characters like Rick and. Um, you know, some of the other characters at times had like plot armor. Yeah. And that just, you know, disappointed me. You know, I, w- I wouldn't have been bothered if 30, 40 issues in, if just like suddenly randomly he just died. Like, you know, like no build up, no Joffrey, yeah. no Joffrey character. Yeah. Just like a random zombie just well, bites him and well, he dies. I, I think, well, I did that with Andrea. Remember? Yeah. She died of very like, non-exciting death. She got yeah. bit by a zombie and just died. Yeah. Like that was... Like, yeah. I think, in bed I think maybe if they had made Rick's death just completely mundane, like just he got bit and then he slowly dies, like just... Well, I think, I think what they're going for is because they haven't had a big bad really since Negan. So they had to set up, you yeah. know, a new big bad and what better way can you do that than by killing the main character? It's, it's like, why is Joffrey so great? Well, he beheads Ned, the main yeah, character yeah. of the yep. show. Yeah. Um, so, I'm shocked. I'm a. I don't know if shocked is the word, but it got me thinking about the comics again for sure. Yeah. And it'll be interesting because people assume that now Kara will become the main character. It's funny as we've been sitting here talking, I've been looking at it because I, I got the, I we got literally the, have the Walking Dead compendium. Sitting I got on compendium the table. one sitting on the desk here as we're talking, and I was thinking, I, I think I'm going to read that again. Just, it's great. The first just, one just is so great. Oh, those first hundred. Or so issues yeah. are just pure magic. Yeah. So here's one. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, whatever, is meeting with Marvel. And everybody's speculating that he will be part of whatever phase. I yeah. guess phase two. He'll be cast as a phase um, two character. And everybody... Is it Namor? Namor, yeah. That's what everybody's speculating. Because he looks like Namor. Yeah. Um... Well, actually, I think it's Neymar, is it? Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Um, no Neymar. Neymar is the soccer player. Neymar. Uh, yeah, that's what I was... Um, he kind of looks the part, I guess. Uh, I mean, or if he does... Do you think it's a the, good idea? I guess. Because one thing that Marvel <laughs> hasn't done... Well, they have. They haven't brought... They brought in stars, but I never, I never felt like they brought in a star that was like... Like Dwayne the Rock, like Johnson. somebody who just like a, yeah. like a diva. Somebody, well, somebody who's gonna break your immersion because they are who they are. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Chris Evans is Captain yeah, America. You're right. And um, 
They do have Scarlett Johansson, I guess. But yeah, but she's not, to me, she's not like a next level star. Yeah. She's, it's, it's, she fits. She, well, she's, I don't know if she's quite the face in the same way that like a Brad Pitt or yeah, yeah, yeah. or a Tom Cruise. Yeah, like yeah. Like if you see one of those types of people. Right. If like, Tom Cruise is suddenly in the that's, MCU, you're going to be like, that's Tom all you Cruise. can see. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the but clo- they're going to bring in... The closest gonna... they did was Don Cheadle. <laughs> totally <laughs> Don broke my Blanken immersion. Cheadle. And... Uh, well, yeah, but you know who did... they're bringing in now, right? Who else did they bring They're in? bringing in Angelina Jolie. You know that, right? That's the Eternals. Yeah. But she's done a very good job of embodying her characters yeah, I guess. throughout her career. But I feel like she's she's the type, when I see her, I, like, I know that's Not Angelina her. Jolie. Yeah, but she does... I've never felt like... Like when she was Maleficent or whatever, yeah, she was Maleficent. Now here's here's a name. Samuel um, L. Jackson was the one that I was gonna say. What about what about Christian Bale? If they brought him in, they can't. He does a good job of embodying his character. I think so too. So. But would would you just see like Batman? Would you be like, oh, that's Batman? No, because I've seen him in so many other things. American yeah. Psycho. Yeah. Uh, like a western movie. You know, I've seen him in many. Uh, Dick Cheney. I got God a feeling. Say. Yeah. Well, he he did a good job of getting in that character. Um, what if he's Black Adam at the same time? That's what I was going to say. Do you think they'll let him? They cast him as Black Adam in the DCU like five years ago. And he came on so hot. He was like hyping DC. Yeah. He, he was like, he was tweeting about it all the time. See, Black Adam's in him. I think it's dead. Here, I think there's, I think it's not happening. I mean, it might die if he, if he walks away, but, uh, you know, again, maybe well, in D- I, my thought is DC is such a mess. That at some point he yeah, but out. Shazam did so well that and you know like that Black was their Adam, perfect chance to introduce it though, and they did it. Black Adam is like the main antagonist to Shazam, so and he is you know surprisingly Black Adam is like one of the most popular. Can I just DC say villains. the new Fast and Furious movie looks so so terrible? Yes, you can say unbelievably that. terrible. Yes, I never want to see a movie with him in it again. I really don't. I never wanted to to begin with. Every one of his movies is terrible. Wait, is this The Rock in that one? Yes. The, the new one? Yes. It's it's only him and uh, Jason Statham. It's a spinoff. Just those two saving the world. It's so bad. You, you gotta watch the trailer. Don't. Actually, don't. Save yourself. You no, know, I've seen... I think I have seen the trailer. It looks I just so forgot bad. that The Rock was, was in it. You know, it's... Um, I'm looking up Shazam right now. Shazam didn't even make 400 million at the box office. I, I, of course, I'm part of the problem because I, I didn't, I didn't see, see it. I didn't see it either. Is it still there? I don't know. No, I I'll go see so. if it's still there, but I kind of doubt it now that. I now still that, think it's considered a big success. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it, it made its money back. The budget couldn't. The budget was 80 million. to 80 yeah. to 100 million. Yeah. So it, you know, quadrupled the budget. Yeah. Um, so it made some money. So that's that's all they care about. So, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom, who I don't even know who that is, are getting series on Hulu. Yeah, I don't even know who Hellstrom is. Uh, they're Marvel properties, but I think they're like animated series. So do you... I mean, if it's going to be on Hulu, it seems like a... I don't, I don't know. That, that, I guess that's all we say about that one. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what that's rated. Yeah. I saw people saying that they, you know they're really upset that Marvel's not trying to get Ghost Rider in the MCU. And it's, how is he going to fit in the MCU? Like yeah. this, it's never. I mean, it'd be like the Punisher. You'd have to water him yes. down. Just now, the real. But what's he going to do 
The real mystery is what are they going to do with Deadpool? They won't do anything. Keep them out. What are they going to do? Keep them out. What are they going to do? So, I almost kind of wish that they would tone it down to PG thirteen. Like, I but I liked the first Deadpool. I thought it was pretty decent, but it literally exhausted me on it. Like, I, yeah. by by the time the second one came out, I had no interest. I was like so did you, tired. Did you watch the second one? No, I could care less. I mean, I was yeah. I I completely agree with you. Like, it was. I was so sick of this. It, it was stick. pretty exhausting. Like it was gr- the first one was like oh the coolest is different, and then it's just like. I'm done with this already. Like, I just am tired of it. Yep. Um, So, this was a little off topic, but uh, there's a new Netflix horror series out called Chambers, and Uma Thurman is, like, the antagonist of the show, and it looks pretty good. I've heard good things about it. Mm. So, I'll probably end up watching this with Irma, because she really loves horror and scary stuff. So, and Uma Thurman hasn't been in something in forever. I know. And she's a bad guy. She's a bad guy, which is interesting. Is she still trying to kill Bill? She kills Bill. Well, the second I mean, one. Okay. Well, does she is she bringing him back and killing him again? No. The undead Bill? No. It's the walk, true Walking Dead style when Rick digs up. That's one yeah. of the greatest moments of the comics. When he, he rides like way out <laughs> oh, of his that's way right. That's right. to dig up Shane and yeah. shoot him in the head again. <laughs> that's so great. He like he like he literally they figure out that. Uh, spoilers for the comics. They figure out that, you know, even after you've died, you come back. Yep. So Rick rides way out of his way just so he can kill Shane again <laughs> because he slept with his wife. Um, so here's a... I, I went down a rabbit hole of looking this up. You know who Beta Ray Bill is? Oh, yeah. I, I had no idea. How do you not know who Beta Ray Bill is? I had no idea. The horse Thor? So that's literally what he is. He's like the horse version of Thor. And apparently he's going to debut in the MCU and Guardians 3. Yeah. Um, there's There's been little hints and references. Um, uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is sort of his his deal. Yeah. Though he does, he's, he is able to wield Thor's hammers. Yeah, I heard that. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, but he, he does, he uses Stormbreaker. So, I think this is how they're going to get Thor back to the old Thor. He's going to have to compete with Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, and... Um, in Ragnarok, his his head like they have that tower with like yeah. the heads on it, and his head I think is is visible. Is it on the tower? And there was one other reference. Um, they they mentioned you know somebody mentioned whatever. Kind I love of, that his name's Bill. Yeah, I know. This Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> All these other I, characters, you know, Iron Man. He, you've got Black Widow, Captain America, and you got Bill. Beta Ray Bill. I mean, isn't this just one of the greatest names ever? <laughs> really any is. character ever? Beta Ray Bill. I mean, who comes up and with And it's that? a horse version of Thor. Yeah, a horse Thor. God, um, God bless Speaking him. of which, going with the Namor uh, rumor, and th- there's there's a, a seed laid for this in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, when, the earthquake. Yeah, said the center of the like Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I guess Namor is basically uh, Marvel's Aquaman. Like, literally, just Marvel's Aquaman. Sort of, yeah. With some extra powers. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, his, he's he's very ambiguous as to whether or not he's a good guy or a yeah, bad yeah, guy. A lot of times he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, so, they actually say he's sort of Marvel's version of Black Adam. Like but the, with Aquaman. The, the way Black Adam is is the same way uh, Namor tends to be portrayed in Marvel. So, Richard Madden, who played uh, Rob Stark in Game of Thrones, which we'll be discussing very soon, 
uh, is apparently going to be one of the main characters in the Eternals. So Angelina Jolie and Rob Stark. And I think he's a really good actor. Like, I've heard him mentioned in contention for the next James Bond. I don't know if that'll happen, but everything I've seen him in, I've liked him. And I feel like he's got actually good range. And I feel like this could be a... Game of Thrones is obviously a huge break you, for him. But yeah. This could be an even bigger break. Do you think Game of Thrones will work against him? Um, no. As far as being James Bond? Do you think they'd be too worried that like, people played, will see... He's played a gay character in another show. He's played a music producer in another movie. Uh, he played like a mountain man. and one. He, he's going pretty... I mean, I could see, I could definitely see him. He would definitely be sort of a, a prototypical uh, James Bond. Yeah. Because he's, he's really got the face for it. You yeah. know, like the, the suave. His hair is very distinct. Like they yeah. can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think he'll get cast, but I, I I think he did a great job as Rob. I thought Rob was a very likable character. Well, you know what, though? Um, in a post-Daniel uh, Craig, James Bond world, yeah, I almost think he's too good-looking to be James Bond. Well, <laughs> see, that's the thing. It's like Daniel Craig, they went with a very specific type. They went with rough. And, rugged. And, he's very rugged. Yes, he's, yes. he's just a rugged dude. And, and he's from all of his movies. He's been pretty... Violent and brutal, not yeah. really suave, kind of, but not kinda, really. Kind of, like not that's really. what I was gonna say. He's, I don't want to say too rugged. I mean, he's not like the brawny man, but no, he's he's suave, rugged. Like he's stylish, he's but very stylish. He's say willing to get suave. dirty. Yeah, yeah. And Unlike Pierce Brosnan, who is just it, it's a not, pretty boy. It's not like with clean, a gun. clean kills. It's like I'm gonna beat this guy to death. Yeah, with my exactly. Fist. I'm gonna bash his right, head into well, a right from sink. The, yeah, from the very first yeah scene of Casino yeah, Royale. Was the very first in the bathroom. Scene. Yeah, they they set that tone like this is not the old James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think of like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, you know, silence pistol Pierce, shots. Yeah, silence and, pistol. Uh, always you know, perfectly rifles clean. and yeah, yeah. And they came out of the gate like, no, this is not that James Bond anymore. So I gotta say, it worked. It he's worked joining so the well. I'm gonna miss Daniel Craig. When yeah, he's, he's been great. And God. there's been a couple of his movies that have kind of been. Well, the last one, Spectre, was definitely a miss. Yep. But um, he seems like every other one. Is he a miss. he has been. Consistently great. That's one of those situations where you, you clearly not the actor's fault; it's the script's fault. I'm amazed that they come back for yet another one. He's probably never gonna do another movie after this. He'd yeah. just be done. I mean, what? Just so what it's else? either gonna be great or it's gonna be pure trash. I've I've actually heard, and I <clears throat> don't know how I feel about this. I've heard that what that he demanded that they kill James Bond in the end of this. They almost did it at the end of Spectre. If they're gonna bring him back. They gotta kill him, and basically that'll set up them being able to do other things. It doesn't have to be James Bond. It could be 007 008, with a girl. It could be 007 with. It doesn't have to be in continuity the same character. It could be yeah. the same character, you know, the classic. Oh yeah, yeah. elements. But, yeah. and I don't know if that's true. But not the actual same character. Yeah, yeah. because they have made. How many movies with the exact same character now? Yeah. But it is an iconic character, so I don't know. We'll see what they do. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, because they definitely did that because um, M was in charge when they killed Pierce... killed Yeah, well, when Pierce Brosnan... Like, in the last couple of movies with Pierce Brosnan, yeah. M was, you know, um, what's her name? Oh, God, what's her name? The one that just died recently? Was it the same one? Judy Dench? Judy Dench, yes, thank you. 
She um she was M for the final few uh Pierce Brosnan movies. Yeah. And then she carried over. Yeah. So like I'm led to believe that you're supposed to believe that it's the same James Bond from, you know, Pierce well, Brosnan. Oh, yeah. Daniel I Craig. mean, it's the same character. It's, the character is named James Bond. It's the yeah. same person all the way yeah. through. So, you know, it is what it is. That's I what I mean. I, I So I think maybe from his standpoint, he feels like, you know, they've done, they did literally the beginning of this character. They did Skyfall, which was kind of you know, older. Well, but, see, and that's the thing, though. I mean... Because you you go watch Casino Royale, yeah. and it, it almost sort of like implies that this is hey, this is the beginning of James Bond. What well, was the first James Bond book? Yeah, Casino Royale was. Yeah. So, but the question is, is is he the same James Bond that Pierce Brosnan yes. was? Yes. Yes. Because the way the it way make sense, but yeah. <laughs> because yeah, because a lot of because Pierce Brosnan is riding surfboards with a nuclear bomb well a lot of a lot of the stuff that you associate with James Bond was defined in Casino Royale yeah as though it was like the very first one and maybe yeah. it is I don't know like uh, I don't know how it all fits together I mean I think people don't, don't think Casino about Casino Royale is essentially a reboot yeah because like it explains why he gets um, you know the drink that he gets yeah yeah that he's famous for it explains yeah. like it explains all these things as though it's the first time he's, and it, he's and doing it, it. And it almost like rationalizes why he is the way he is with yeah. women. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He loses his first love. He loses his love, and, and so he's like, oh, "That's it. I'm yeah. never, I'm never getting close again." Um. Anyway, that's probably enough James Bond talk for now. Richard Madden. The real news is that Richard Madden is probably joining the Eternals, which is a big Marvel movie coming. So, the game's coming out this week. Nothing too major. The Legend of Heroes, Trials of Cold Steel 2, Shakedown Hawaii, that sounds great. Yakuza oh, yeah, Kiwami 2, and Life is Strange 2, Episode 3. Uh, which brings us to Winter is Coming. And I promised myself that we won't talk too long about Game of Thrones. This no, week. we've been talking about it all week. Um, well, that too. Non-stop. So, this was the first episode since the... God, here we go again. I'm going to channel the whole same crap over again. <laughs> Since they threw the entire story out the window by killing the night, by having Arya kill the Night King in one episode. It was the long night has finally come, and it was literally only one night. So, uh, this yeah. was the first episode But it was since. a long one. It was a long night. It was at least eight hours. It was... Which, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it couldn't be. Because those characters couldn't fight for eight hours. No. It was literally like two hours. It was literally like two hours. But um, and Sam was on the ground the entire time, <laughs> on the verge of mauled. death for two hours. Just being mauled by, by white. So the fourth episode has come. You and I talked about it literally all week, and it's just so apparent that these show writers, these showrunners, had no clue what they're doing. Like they just are literally trying to get this over with as fast as possible. Like, yeah. they know, like, the big things. Like, yeah, this is supposed to happen, and this is supposed to happen. But they don't know why. They don't know how to execute it. And they're just, like, sprinting to the finish to get it done. Like, I, I think you're... I, you know, you were the one that put forth the the theory that the reason the show is ending in Season 8 is because the showrunners just don't know what they're doing. No. Like, and, I, you know, I thought about it, and I've been thinking about it a lot. And I, I, I come to the same conclusion that, like... Yeah, you're you're probably right. You're probably right, and I think because 
around the time they were doing season six was when they decided that Arya was going to kill the Night King. And to me, like, if you go back and listen to what I said last week, I said season six was like a total mess. A, a waste like, of it, time. Yeah, a total waste of time. You don't, like, you could just drop season six, aside from the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, yeah. And you you wouldn't really miss anything. Yeah. You just miss, like, Sansa being tortured and yeah, Theon being tortured. The only thing I really remember from season six, besides Battle of the Bastards, is is um, uh, the Hound's redemption story. And I don't remember it for being for being good. I remember it for being like the Hound's redemption. Yeah, like but who cares? There's been a couple original storylines that they've done decently. Bringing back the Hound was one of them, which was definitely choreographed by George, but it was post book material that they pulled off. Okay, yeah. I give him credit for that. Yeah. Um, but the rest, I mean, what I hadn't even thought of it when I sent you that whole text of like what they have done post book. Yeah. And it's like all complete disasters. You know, they just literally just threw Stannis away. They literally just said like, "Oh well, we're gonna have Ramsay burn down his entire camp and just kill Stannis." Yeah. Like that's it. Did that happen in season six? The end of five. Oh, okay. Um. And we're going to, you know, resurrect John, but have no clear direction as to why. Okay, yep, Bran does come back from the, becoming the Three-Eyed Raven. Still don't really know why. Arya's an invincible Terminator after just wasting time in Essos for... Oh, not dragged on for so uh, long. You know, Danny sits in Marine forever, trying to rule Marine and is terrible at it. Um... Do- Jamie takes this stupid trip to Dorne. All of Dorne was a complete waste. That entire story was season total six, garbage. This season six was that the season where Danny spends the season with the Dothraki again? Uh, I think that's at the start.